Are you ready to say goodbye to fear, frustration, and overwhelm when it comes to growing and scaling your business? Well, you're in the right place, my friend. Welcome to Beyond Common Business Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Watsarino. As a five-time number one international best-selling author and speaker who has been coaching and mentoring business owners and their teams for over 20 years, I created this podcast to be the weekly support group that you needed to get through the toughest days in business. On this podcast, we dive deep into the systems, strategies, truths, and secrets of what it really takes to grow a Beyond Common business. We often dive into things that no one else is talking about, those things under the surface, that when they are in alignment for you or out of alignment, we don't want that. When we get them in alignment, everything in your business and life gets easier and more profitable. So buckle up and enjoy the ride, my friend, because business is not for the faint of heart. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to Beyond Common Business Secrets. I'm your host, Tracy Watsarino. And on this podcast, we unravel the mysteries of success in today's ever evolving business landscape, right? With the introduction of technology and life in general, feeling like it's on fast forward, we are diving into critical topics that sometimes hold people back. So here's here here's what we want to let you know, that today's episode is a little bit different. So today we're talking about stop, right? Which you don't hear from me too often. So stop, don't add anything. We're going to uncover four steps to take before you add anything else to your business. So often in our in our desire to go big and grow and chase after that next elusive level in business. Sometimes um, when you're just getting started, it's getting over the 1,000 or the 100,000 mark, right? It's getting that elusive six figures and beyond. Then after you've played with that a bit, you're ready to go past the million dollars and you want to break through the seven figure threshold. And then after that, you want to break through to eight. So at every level, we are constantly pushing. And here, here, here's what I want to share with you. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's important, even when we're so excited, to take a different look. So when you think of what the four steps to take before you add anything else, this is actually going to help you save time. Um, magnify your resources, right? Magnify your resources in a way that doesn't allow you to go hyper all over the place and scatter all your energy. So this is a very common thing for those of you that are creative entrepreneurs, um, like myself, again, no judgment. This is, this is something that is a common, a common trend with creative entrepreneurs and business owners. So trust me, my friend, you are in the right place. And this is a critical topic. And it's like one of those things, we don't want you to hold back from the excitement, but we want you to hold, just hold on to it. Let it percolate a little bit. So we're going to be like, okay, 
we always have this temptation to add, right? So in the world that's constantly, it's pushing for growth, we're pushing for expansion, we want to go to the next level. It's so, so easy to get caught up in the frenzy of just adding more, right? Of just adding more. But today we're going to talk about holding on before you make that move. So let's talk about why sometimes less is more. So um, we are talking about that from the lens that we're going to shed light on the dangers of blindly adding to your business without proper consideration. Because sometimes we're just so excited, we just dive right into it. So think about where you are, what's happening, and is this sustainable? Because more often than not, according to the Small Business Association of America, that businesses... It's like, it's almost like, look, look around the room, right? Like if you're, if you're ever at a business conference, look around the room because of everybody in there, in the business conference, uh, out of a hundred, out of a hundred, less than 25% survive five years, right? Less than 25%. So that means 75% of businesses go out of business in the first five years. So and it doesn't happen because they didn't have clients or that there, there's a million things, but mostly it is because they run out of cash. So when you think about growing and scaling, this becomes the challenge. So the other thing is, is that less than 5% of those business that businesses that started all together, less than 5% ever make it to 20 years. So really, really think about um, what you're running after to make sure that it's in alignment with what you really want to do. And it's in alignment with what you want out of life. So now there also are risks that when you do, like, you have to take action. It's like the timing has to be right, but think about it. Like, so sometimes you'll, we'll talk to the person that was like, Oh, I was offered, I was offered the opportunity to invest in Uber and I didn't take the chance. Or we've all heard the story of, of um, Netflix when they first offered it to Blockbuster and Blockbuster closed, right? That was the biggest place to get movies way back when, when I was a kid. So the thing is, is that there is that divine timing. So you must trust your instincts, but you have to be smart about stopping. So sometimes it's just like stop and take a breath instead of blindly going after it. So um, there, the critical steps that you want to take before adding anything to your business is like these, these steps will not only save you the time and resources, but they'll also ensure that as you're putting additions onto what your operations are in your business, they're going to align perfectly with your long-term goals, right? So that's the thing. And even if you absolutely are all in on going for it, you will be so much more strategic in your approach to going for it by asking yourself these four questions. So it's like, stop, breathe, right? Stop and breathe. And when you do, step one is to assess your current resources. So this is going to be your time, money, energy, people, any resources. So you need to assess these. And you, this is where we need to be honest. This is the part that sometimes we have to really, really look at our numbers because numbers don't lie, but people, we do sometimes, not intentionally, but we create our own stories based on how we feel about stuff. 
So then number two is clarify your objectives. So what are you really wanting to get out of this? Like what, what's it going to serve? And clearly define this, clearly define it for yourself. Then if you're working with a team, clearly define it with them. And then you want to do some research and analyze. So when you look and you do your research and then you go and um, analyze everything, you want to do this through the lens. If it's something brand new, then there's not going to be a ton of research, but look at your track record of past experiences of when you've launched something new, what, like what happened, remember both the good and the bad, right? To make sure you're in a position that the timing is right, the resources are right, the, um, that you have the capacity, the energy, all the things are in alignment for you to take this on. So that's why this is really a critical step. And then you want to like sort of test it. So sometimes we think we have to go all in. It's like all in, all of a sudden, today we were making shoes and tomorrow we are full on into aerospace. Now that is a very extreme. And the thing is, is that um, I, I don't have any business that's done that. Not to say that they can't. So the thing is, is, you know, anything's possible. But I want you to think about it. Like if it's a full on total switch, Hey, maybe that is the right answer, or maybe you can test it. Maybe you can create one offer or one promotion, one arm, one segment of your business and test this new area before completely diving in. So you want to test and then validate because, um, here's an example. I remember for the longest time we were thinking that we were going to just do, um, evergreen courses. And we have some, but we do so much better in the live group trainings. Those produce far more revenue for our company, and we develop lifelong customers that come back again and again um, for years. So the thing is, is that we this was this was sort of like way back when when I was still. Um, managing, like I was still managing our very successful salon company and growing in my coaching and authorship when I was doing those things, I really was looking at it through the lens of like, oh, I, I just will like record something, teach it to people, and then it'll go off into the world. Like that was kind of the vision I had. And there's a lot of things that are that way, but I really connect with people when when I'm hired to do something live and in the room. So I have done a lot more speaking on stage and that's just a really great way for me to connect with people. So know this about your business. This is like something like this, this happened to um, a client of mine who is in the skincare industry. So she had a four, she had four different locations of skincare clinics and they were all throughout Florida. And in I like to protect, you know, my client's name. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it because this is a, a bit of a personal behind the scenes. So here's the thing. Um, the thing is, is that four different clinics and they were really, really known for helping people um overcome like uh challenges with acne and um like it's kind of like 
you know, like that Dr. Pimple, pimple Popper, kind of stuff like that. So the thing is, is they wanted to add more of a, um, they, they had hired a couple of new team members that were really into waxing and they really wanted to go big on waxing. And they always offered those services. It was not like so far-fetched, but they really wanted to push and be known for it. And the thing is, is that they, it wasn't an alignment for their overall vision of their company because they were really known as when any teenager was struggling with acne, their parents brought them into their clinic. It was like they were known for this. It was a huge revenue generator. And though it's not sexy, right, taking care of pimples, um, it, it really was a challenge. What ended up happening is they did push for the waxing, really going hard with that. But people were viewing that more as a luxury. And there are people that absolutely love it. But when you have a inflamed pimple on your face, it is that urgency to take care of it immediately. So they were constantly getting new um, clients into all the clinics when that was forward facing. So they went really hard for about a year on the waxing and their numbers kind of faulted a bit. And then the, those two um, people that were really strong pushing for it, they left. So this is a story in their company survived. It, they are doing better than ever. Had they been very clear about what was most important to them and just tested, maybe they just tested it in one location and had a really compelling offer, there could have been a way to launch the you know waxing and hair removal phase in a way that it was in addition. So it was and being known for the clear skin and that type of thing. So think about it through that lens because sometimes you'll spend so much time, money, and resources and you are going after the part of your business that nobody else is relating to. Where you could have pocketed those resources or doubled down on investing in the marketing where people we're already getting that from you. Like they were, you know, really excited about that. So just think through those pieces because that is the part that gets people in trouble. Now, if if you did that same exact thing and you didn't have the resources and manpower to take the hit, you know, that could be the one thing that knocks you out. So um, out of business entirely. And you'd be looking around that room of business owners, according to the SBA statistics, and say, oh, no, now I'm one of the 75% that is not in business anymore. And that's not what we want, my friend. We want you to have an amazing business that also provides a beyond common life for you, right? No longer is it true that you can't have both. So by taking the moment to stop, assess your current resources, clarify the objective of what you want to get from this. Do your thorough research and really dive into analyze what this would look like for you. Then test and validate. So that that is so true of what you want to do because ultimately this is one of those things. Going back to our business, I can say all day that oh I don't want to speak, but I I do actually love speaking. So that's a different thing. But I love speaking. I love getting in front of people. So. I'm given a lot of opportunities to speak. And when people are like, hey, Tracy, will you speak to the Girl Scouts? Absolutely. I will say every time, I will speak anywhere to anyone that needs 
inspiration, that needs empowerment, that needs that entrepreneurship type of leadership, I am all in. And I get offered that a lot because I'm a woman who can speak very strongly about that, about leadership and about that it doesn't have to be the hustle and grind. So avoiding burnout and that type of thing. But here's the thing, even if I was like, oh, I'm not doing that, I'm only doing it this way. Eventually the people will will speak. Like you have to still listen to what your clients want, right? So I love creating courses, I love teaching. And I love speaking. So the thing is, is that when you're like, well, what areas should I focus on? If you have a lot of different things that you like to do within your business, or you have a lot of opportunity, then you want to test what are the people responding to? And then until you hit the revenue goals that you really, really love and that it's like really working for you before you add more, like that's where really listening to what people want and what is working for your clients is always going to save you more time than you realize. It is when we just kind of work with blinders on and go dive so head deep into like being the horses that have our blinders on. And we're going so deep into just working in the business that we're not paying attention to the working on it. So I strongly urge every single person that you know. So this is like, this is the part that you should share with friends. So this is the part of the episode where if you have another entrepreneurial entrepreneurial friend or business owner friend, or even someone that's in leadership that is needing to hear this, this is the part where you want to share this episode with a friend. Because here's the thing, when we do not take the time to carve out time on our calendar for thinking about how we're going to, you know, make the business better. We're going to work on it and not always in it. Even if you're a solo entrepreneur, the thing is, is that that is when we make lots of mistakes. That is where we suffer fatigue, burnout, and just blah. like, we're not even that fun to be around for our families. So you want to carve out time for working and thinking, feeling whatever works for you about new ways that you can be working on the business, right? On it, not in it, right? Because in it is when you're just doing services and your head's down and you're just like doing the in in work mode things. So we want to go to the higher level and work on it. So hopefully that you have found um, these, these four steps very, very powerful. Because I know with these four steps, you can apply them over and over again. And sometimes when you apply them, you're actually going to notice that, you know what, I do want to add this new thing, but I'm going to remove something. So it doesn't feel like we're just dumping and adding more stuff on ourselves. That is one of my favorite discoveries that when I'm always like, still questionable, right? It works, but we still question. So take the time, run yourself through the four questions and know that they are really powerful. And this will really help you apply a strategic approach. So I cannot wait to hear how this works for you. Let us know in the comments. Um, you can also reach out to us on show, social media at TracyWattsSereno.com on Instagram, Facebook. Every, I'm Tracy Watts Serino everywhere. 
But in addition to that, on Facebook, we have a powerful group that is dedicated to Beyond Common Business Secrets and really helping with any behind the scenes stuff that you may be struggling with in your business. So as always, I hope that you have the most Beyond Common day and that you take these four steps and apply them to that next urge to take off and do something and let me know how it goes, my friend. Take care. I'll see you on the next one. Congratulations on making the smart decision to tune in to Beyond Common Business Secrets podcast. We are dedicated to empowering female business owners just like you to thrive and achieve Beyond Common results. We've provided valuable insights, practical strategies, and inspiring stories to help you grow and scale your business to new heights. Now it's time for you to take inspired action. Don't just passively listen, implement what you've learned and unleash your full potential. Whether it's optimizing your marketing, honing your leadership skills, expanding your network, or reaching out to join one of our strategic business growth programs. Join our thriving community of ambitious, supportive women entrepreneurs by visiting and joining our Beyond Common Business Secrets Facebook group to gain access to exclusive resources, connect with like-minded individuals, and unlock endless opportunities for your growth. Or feel free to go to our website, tracywattserino.com. Remember, beyond common growth is within your reach. Together, we move into truly thriving. Keep striving, keep growing, and keep conquering. Stay beyond amazing, and I'll see you on the next one.